Hey everyone, welcome back to Two G's in a Pod. Two girls on a mission ready to educate, empower and entertain. I'm NG. And I'm MG. Let's get started, started with episode 10. Woo-hoo. So Michelle, we are on episode 10, the last one of season one. Can you quite believe it? I know, we are here already. It's been amazing. And what better way to bookend it than having two very special guests to us, with us today. Yes, they are very good friends of ours. They're pretty much like us, but the boy version. <laughs> Don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But boys, would you like to introduce yourselves? Friends. Well, you're more than a friend. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did I just get friends on my girlfriend's podcast? <laughs> um, well, I'm Liam, and I'm the owner at Own It. My name is Robbie. I'm the co-owner of Own It. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We need to get you on the podcast because we thought for our listeners, it'll be amazing for them to hear about how it started, and um, what the plans for the future are, and yeah, we're going to have some fun. So. Robbie, I'm going to ask you this question first. Tell us, where did the bromance begin? Well, Michelle, as you're aware, <laughs> that's, um, the bromance was originally formed um, in Bannatine's Falkirk. Um, and it actually started before me and Liam actually met each other. This was a, this was, this was a pre-arranged pre bromance by the members and the staff of Bannatine's at Falkirk. Because Liam had worked there before me. I essentially took his space when he went on a self-seeking mission to find himself, find some answers. Um, so I took his spot and then I'd been working there for a wee while and then Liam had eventually came back. In fact, it was actually, as soon as I joined and I got to know all the members at uh, Barantines, they were like, uh, they were like, oh my God, like you would have loved Liam when he worked here. Like you and Liam would have been so good pals and all that. And then he eventually started coming back and I actually remember the first time I locked eyes on this man because <laughs> <laughs> I was on the, the leg extension and uh, on the leg extension in Bannatines and I just seen him walk in. I was I recognise him because folks were showing me photos of him and that before. <laughs> it sounds like a proper romance story. Because I was like, who is this guy? Man, he was talking about. But anyway, um, everyone when Liam kind of came in for his like second interview, if you want to look at it like that, um, to see if he joined back again, I was just like, I recognise him. And I seen him bugger off again. Folks were just like, oh, you just missed Liam. But anyway, Liam obviously started walking the gym again. Me and him get put in a similar shift pattern. Two worlds collided, and it was uh, the starting the, the start of the bromance. <laughs> the rest is history. What's your take events on the, the start? Pretty much the same. So I had to reapply for Barentines. Um, I was obviously I just come back for uni. I had to reapply for my position at Barentines. I got it. Did you um, stalk my Facebook? <laughs> I can't actually remember that far back. You weren't big enough. But... <laughs> Um, you want to have a big enough name there, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Aaron and I think it was Aaron and Paul that done my re interview again. And then Aaron was like, Oh, you've got a new guy called Robbie, he's basically took a position, he's a bit on like a house on fire. Um, and then obviously we were quite tentative around each other at first, no, like as in like a bad way, it just was kind of like a, bas- a battle for dominance. <laughs> A battle, a battle for and, uh, I think, uh, I think, was it, was it me that came in rough or was it you that came in rough one day on a Bay Sunday Bay I think we both came on, both came into like a Sunday shift rough one time, we just like, we were exchanging stories there nights out and we quickly realised that we were very, very, very much alike. <laughs> very similar. And then that's essentially how the bromance was formed. 
Well, I think you coined it perfectly there. Yeah, that romance. Romance, definitely. <laughs> Robbie, I loved how um, you specifically remembered the exercise Liam was doing. Right? Leg extension. It was me, it was doing the leg extension. Oh, it's you, it was. Yeah. All right, okay. Remember the moment very well. Forget these pawns and those eyes. Oh, right. And, and walked Baby Creature. That was the next one. <laughs> baby Creature, me. All right. <laughs> Into the bromance. And then we all see best friends and them. Yeah. Right, Liam, on to you next. So my question to you is talk us through Own It, where it began for a few years. So when I left Ballantines, I set up what we call as what I called then Central Sports Therapy, where I um solely focus on sports massage. And then I had that as a conversation with Connor. Connor was looking to Connor at the engine room was looking to make changes to the gym, and his landlord was had said to him. I mentioned to him that there was a unit just just down next to Connor's gym that I could have a look at. So me and Connor actually on that very day, as soon as he told me, went and got the keys for the unit, and I seen an empty shell, and I was like, well, "This could work." So my dad being in the building industry and stuff and having a business. I kind of went back, spoke to my dad. He was like, right, it's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. Make sure you know what you're doing. And I was like, can you help me fix this? Can you help me get this up to like a standard where I could have this as a sports massage studio, um, as a PT studio? But so so when we kind of came into the place, we, we essentially renovated because it was disgusting, to be honest. <laughs> uh, so we renovated it to a good standard. Uh, own it was essentially born because I, I wanted it to be like a one-stop shop. And I never just wanted to kind of solely focus on sports massage because I believed that combining like rehab and fitness and so on just works really well together. So essentially the strap line was own it, fitness, rehab and performance. It's now lifestyle mindset performance because we do slightly different. Um, but yeah, so when we first initially opened, it was all based around fitness, rehabilitation and uh, performance based stuff but that's essentially how it started and where we are now thank you brilliant um, so well where he's are now he's are known for your small group PT um, amazing service so Robbie can you tell us what's the benefits of your small group personal training um, so obviously just kind of before we started the small group stuff like we were like in the COVID times that like we were kind of probably known as the boot camp guys Mm-hmm. Um, through all the times where the gyms were closed we'd be the guys doing calendar park kettlebells, battle ropes the kind of usual boot campy stuff um, we did see the benefits uh, we, abs- we absolutely loved it like I still look back on these days and they're like, probably the fondest one of the fondest times um, in my life to be honest um, but we've seen the benefits uh, the kind of large group stuff and then at the time once the kind of gym started getting like re like phased back in um, with the guidelines we started doing one at once again so I had my clients Liam had his clients and then even with that like we've seen its flaws so there's flaws with the large group stuff flaws with the kind of one to one stuff so we well, I say we but Liam kind of came to me with the idea I came to the idea I came to Liam with the idea of knocking the water and make the gym bigger which kind of led Liam on to like right this is the time to transition to the, the small group PT stuff Um so it was the benefits you asked for, eh? Yeah. So the benefits of the small group stuff is, like, if you're looking at the, the benefits of a large group class and you're looking at the benefits of personal training, it is a combination of the two of them. 
Um, and with that combination of the benefits is the limitation to the negative side of things. So benefits are a large group class. You're getting that group camaraderie. You're all working with each other. You're feeding off each other's energy. That translates into small group stuff. Benefits say one-to-one personal training. You're looking at like individualization. You're actually getting like coached, like like no under the microscope, but you are getting like closely watched. Whereas in a large group class, you could get posted missing. Um, so that is the probably the two biggest benefits from it because you're getting the magic in a large group class and you're getting the indiv- individualization of that one-to-one experience. I think just touching on that as well. So, um, so I think in a in a large group class, I suppose it depends on the large group class and the instructor and stuff. But like large group class is essentially just instructing. You're just kind of people do what they do people they, do they, what they, they're told uh, on the board. Whereas when you're in a small group environment, so we essentially program the most advanced exercises first and then we regress from there. So we don't coach what's on the board, we coach what's in front of us. So, for example, we just had a new member coming in the other day and I actually had three, well, sorry, I actually had three people doing different variations of a deadlift or a squat, I think it was. So I had someone doing a back squat, I had someone doing a goblet squat and I had someone doing a goblet squat with weights underneath their heels so there's three regressions from a back squat mm-hmm. so it's what we coach what we see and yeah. that's the difference between um maybe that large group environment you can get lost and maybe the things are only getting translated down to where what suits that individual yeah. I, think, I think as well like see in terms of like you're saying you coach what you see but you get the chance to like build like good relationships with people and better relationships mm-hmm. with people um it's not as like kind of doing the one-to-one stuff like you say you're seeing somebody three times a week like you can run out of stuff to talk about and yeah. know that the session's just all about talking about things but you want a good nice like fluent session where there's no like kind of stop gaps and there's just kind of like no blanks in conversation and like it keeps the session flowing so when people are like feeding off each other as well like it does really help um just adherence and um, to actually turning up and showing up for the gym but um thanks people learn in different ways as well uh, people learn some people are kinesthetic some people are visual some people are auditory like yeah. you know they'll listen to you as your words they'll listen to you like they'll maybe watch somebody doing something they'll maybe they'll maybe like experience it with hands on mm-hmm. so I think that and you get all that in one session yeah so obviously me and Robbie will run for the session and then they'll see people doing stuff they'll see us doing stuff and then they'll actually be able to apply it so I think just different ways of learning in a small group session yeah I love what you said about there about coaching what you see because even from a teaching background as well, yes, we have maths lessons, literacy lessons, but the kids that are coming to you are not all the same. So you have to respond and look at what what's their learning style. And I love what you said about mm-hmm. that, Liam. Yeah. I do think as well, I've said to you guys before, like I'd love to join small group personal training because it's all programmed out. So but you're in that group environment. So it's you know, it's you've got the the energy from other people, but you you not doing random stuff you're doing you're going to get so much stronger and better technically like at your squat but then you're going to start to see your weights go up as well so yeah i might join one of these times <laughs> i think uh, one of like the one of the biggest benefits i've seen like it was actually captured in a photo um that we've done for like when we we're doing some media and it was i was talking a newer client through like an overhead press and in the background of the photo you can see like one of our like longer like standing clients like still like got her weight in the bar like working for her sets but still just like turning and listening and mm-hmm. there's just that chance it's like even though you're no the individual that's being coached 
I was like, you're still in that environment where somebody's getting a, like a wee uh, coaching point or whatever it may be, or a wee tip, and then you can go and apply that right yeah. away without actually being involved in that conversation or like that, like being the one that's being coached. Yeah. Um. So it, it, there's honestly, the vast is about the benefits, but the ben- benefits are endless. Like. There's so many, isn't there? We yeah. have a motto at the school that we work in called "Always Learning and Always," and that's what made me think. We've yeah, always said that. But that's it. Always, always learning, learn, even if you're not being directly coached there. Yeah. Love that. Oh yeah. So on to the next question. Back to you, Liam. Mm. We've got here. What's been your biggest struggles in business? And I think we can all relate mm-hmm. to this. We. Running a business, there's highs and there's lows, and there's many struggles that will come up constantly. But it's what we learn from it that matters, and how we take that forward. So, what would you say your biggest struggles have been in business so far? Working with your best mate. <laughs> well, don't tell us that. <laughs> don't tell us that. Um, biggest struggle. It's going to be in the lead up to COVID. So obviously, as I kind of touched on, I just kind of took a chance. We own it. Uh, I was probably at the start. I probably I never had a clear path. I had an idea, but I never had a pathway. I never had a strategy to get to where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit, and I was just on. I had like I just couldn't survive. I was like on Mars, um, payment holidays on cars, rent, you name it. I was actually thousands of pounds in debt at one point. Fighting for a minus to kind of pull myself out of hole and get some support for the government but or the council whoever was providing the money but um but yeah that was probably my biggest struggle is just kind of like getting over that barrier and uh, thankfully obviously having a best mate who's in the same place like who does who's in the same industry as we kind of helped each other get through it so probably at the start of covid like one just jumping into business and not having a really really having an idea how business should run uh how we try and stay afloat it was just kind of I just acted on passion and just kind of worked it that way. But it was thankfully my passion took over and that managed to kind of make my business thrive. But I always said to myself, I was never want to be that business that was going to fail after one or two years. I didn't want to be like a statistic. So, and thankfully I wasn't a statistic and I'm now here. So my biggest struggle was just staying afloat over the first one and two years. I think that's good like for people listening that, yeah, you might have not had a plan going into it, but like, look where you are now. So mm-hmm. I suppose nobody could have planned for yeah. that to happen that's in the yeah. world. But I suppose I've just got like a wee side question popping in my head. What would you say to past Liam going through that at that point from what you know now? Have a plan. Fortunately enough, my dad's, my dad's got a business as well. My dad's quite savvy. And I appreciate his like his his wisdom. Mm-hmm. And my dad used to always say to me, he was like, um, he was like, you've got a business lane, but you just like the idea of running the business and stuff like that just kind of rings true for me. So it's just a case of right, just make sure I'm kind of taking heed, um, taking heed of like what people say to me. I'm learning. I'm just like, I'm just always keep pushing forward. Essentially, mm-hmm. that's pushing forward. Yeah, yeah. Just don't get down. Like the things things will happen and you've just got to you always need a wee contingency plan. Mm-hmm. Always need a contingency plan. And if you've not got it, just keep focusing on your passion and just keep going. Passion got you through. Passion got me through. Passion over paper. <laughs> passion over paper. Rob, you can also jump in on that one as well. And so what's been your biggest struggles in business? Rob's not had any. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um 
Probably recently, to be honest. Yeah, see, like this is probably the most stressed I've been in a long time. It's when we actually got everything up and running, and we had like what we thought at the time was like a well-working system. Um, all the systems that we were using like, online for like onboarding our members, um, how we were taking payments, like how we were programming and stuff like that. So, like we, the last like two months, like went through a massive transition. Um, just in the, we actually upped our prices a wee touch. We changed our booking system. We changed how we started doing things like via sales calls and stuff like that. And then it was just quite a lot all at once. Like yeah, so for none me, of this one step at a time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just cut once. Well, we had the, we got, we had the advice, uh, cut once, cut deep. Yeah. And uh, just get it all done. And then for me, like that was probably the most stressed I've been since we actually started the small group stuff, which is coming up for two years now. Um, and I, that was probably like that transition, losing members, um, and then try to get like a new system up and off the ground. That was probably like the most, the biggest struggle that we faced mm-hmm. so far. Eh? I know um, from obviously seeing it like firsthand, like thinking, oh my God, they are, you have went through a massive change. But seeing you go through it and come out the other side of it, it is like, you're yeah. my inspiration. Yeah, and just sticking with it. Yeah. Like sticking to your guns, like you said, Liam, the passion, you have the plan, yeah. you've got the vision and you just went with it. I'm proud of you because a lot of the time yeah. I see you do stuff and I think, God, it takes me months and months and months to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you have been through it, and it's good to see you. To be honest, we've actually we, we have been through a few a few price change, uh, changes. You've got so to, we, haven't you? We are, when we first started bootcamp with COVID, we were mm-hmm. twenty five pound for the month. I the very first bootcamp we done was the very first That was unlimited classes. Yeah, we were fifty, and then we went from fifty pound all the way to one hundred eighty pound membership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's believed in your and your services. I'm not going to say a price. Yeah, in touch. Well, the next question is actually um, it's not so much about business, it really is, but it's more about your kind of personal. So, Robbie and Liam, you have both built your physique. I know, Robbie, you've said before that you were quite skinny when you were at school. I remember a post going up. Aye. Um, <laughs> and but Bill, <laughs> you were. Um, and but people looking at you now probably think like oh they've just always been like that because I know people think like that so what would your advice be to someone who's maybe want to put on muscle and wants to change their physique or even wants to get started in the gym um and maybe looks at you and think oh they just know what they're doing but you've obviously had to start somewhere as well well I think at school like there's fair play there's like a six year but there's absolutely jacked to the bone eh? but I was, I, these days. I, I, <laughs> I, I was I was a bit of a late bloomer, but at the time like I was still like I would have been playing football and stuff like that. So I maybe started like training a lot earlier than other folk, but like I was never I was always like relatively strong and stuff like that when I was like younger playing football and stuff like that. But like, I can remember like using the school gym and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um I maybe no like coin myself. I was probably just a lot skinnier and a lot more frail than what I'm now, but that's to be expected. It was about 20 years ago. <laughs> Um, not long actually, but what advice was that? Yeah, what like advi- if somebody's you know what? looking to get started, yeah. well, it's just definitely not going to happen without doing nothing. <laughs> um, like I found myself like genuinely enjoying like the training side of things. Like when we started doing like strength and conditioning with football, like there would be some guys just being like, Oh, I'm a bit tight, or I'm a bit sore, or I'm injured, and then they'd go out and they'd start running about a madman during football. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I actually really enjoyed like what I was being coached and what I was being taught. Um, like that obviously plays a big massive part to it, but if like you are in the mindset of, like right, I want to change my physique, I want to get stronger, I want to get ever, like you just need to you just need to keep showing up and like literally just keep going. Like I've never 
never really been one for like majorly, majorly tracking cows. Like I've done it like recently just to kind of bring awareness to it, but like having an understanding of what your body needs and just being persistent and consistent as I can like the last, I guess that was maybe when I was 15, so 12 years, like never put too much major stress on it, just mm-hmm. enjoyed it and just kept kept going. Like there's probably never been a week in my life where I've no been to the gym at least yep. three times. Yeah. Um, and like consistency just trumps everything to be honest there. Like, Keywords there, consistent and persistent. I yeah, like that. and enjoyment. Yeah, picked and up nothing on. changes if nothing changes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are we on to the next one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is a question for both of you. Best advice you have ever received? Personal or anything? Anything, something that pops to your mind. Um. I'm going to say, this is coming from a coaching standpoint. Uh, someone once coined me, I was actually a lifeguard at the time, um, my friend Michael, who's actually got a small group PT gym in Armadale. And I always remember it. He'll probably not remember it, but uh, I was probably 17, 18. And he said to me, when you approach when you approach people in the gym, so you worked in the gym in North Wales at the time, like I said, I was just a lifeguard. And he says, when you approach people in the gym, William, he says, never, never be like they're too direct with them. Mm-hmm. He was like, always be suggestive. Mm-hmm. So always suggest to someone that if they're doing something wrong, you can correct it. Could you help them correct it? And I used that going forward when I was in a gym and it worked. Like uh, I had an old man when I was in Ballantines and he was doing the leg press wrong. And I went up to him. I remember little things like these and I went up to him and I says to him, I says, excuse me, sir, can I can I suggest something for you? And he was like, yeah, yeah, go for it. And then I told him where his foot placement should be in the leg press and what sort of muscles he'd be using if he does it this way. And he turned around to me and he was like, um, he was like, do you know what, son, I've been coming here for however long and you're the first guy to come up to me and tell me that I'm doing something wrong. And I actually... Suggest. You suggested he was doing something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I suggested. So... I think being very suggestive when it comes to coaching is probably the best advice I've been given. Never tell people, just suggest. Suggest, absolutely. You could say say that in all areas of life, couldn't you? Mm -hmm. Nobody nobody likes being told what to do, but the more autonomy that you can give someone, the more empowered they're going to feel, and it also increases their confidence because they've came up with the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're being open as well yes you're being open and like, you know if someone doesn't want the help they would say yeah. I mean they're not probably going to but if you had went up and says oh you're not doing that right it's, yeah. it's like built up that trust as well yeah. I've also got a very funny story Robbie in the gym no 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 go in so me and Robbie walked through the doors at Valentine's as we usually do we used to love patrolling the gym floor <laughs> and uh, there was a guy that always you came in and Basically, so this is a guy done everything wrong. He just did everything. <laughs> he wouldn't have suggested that he was doing it wrong. Okay, we suggested that he was doing everything wrong. And Robbie really wanted to help him. And I was like, well, go on. Is this the pull up guy? This is the pull up guy. This is the. This one. Uh, no. Yeah, so I used to do like a million. We I mean, wouldn't even call them really reps. We uh, call them like quarter rep pull ups. Uh, they jump on the pull up bar and they would just vibrate on this thing. Yeah, right? I would vibrate in the pull up And then I'd see them all the time and I'd just be like, right, this is starting to like, like I, I should like definitely take him a wee. It's actually my duty here to make sure he's not going to wreck that machine for vibrating. <laughs> 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 
But, yeah, so, I stood at the front door, Robbie slowly <laughs> approached him and suggested that, suggested if you could help him. I love this word. Uh, <laughs> today, suggested. And uh, the guy just turned around and just went, fuck off. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> Robbie, came walking, Robbie came walking back, still between the legs. He'd done just, and I was... Passing myself. Oh, no, he's still <laughs> vibrating on the machine. Honestly, that's somewhere else. It's like he just does every rep, but he just wants to do like 10% of it and just vibrate. So, so, imagine he's like in the bedroom. So, oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the moral of the story is you can sometimes try your best to help, but. Well, that's it. As long as you're trying your best and you, it's uh-huh. came from a place of good uh-huh. yeah, you've done your job. Yeah. You can take all the water. Yeah. <laughs> so, next week, it's quite funny. We're actually just going in a really nice way because it's, we're starting to have a laugh and you don't know what's coming next. A <laughs> couple more business questions, then we're going to move on to some fun stuff. So, what's your sort of proudest, and Robbie, you did mention earlier, like fondest, more. Oh, <laughs> Own it moments so far. That's a tongue twister. Own it moment. Aye, own it the, moment. The, the proudest and the own it moments. I think the fondest is definitely like the, like everything's brilliant and it's always good, but the fondest, and you kind of look back and like nostalgia for it's only been two years. So in that kind of short space of time, like the boot camps and that were absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. It was at a time where, um, like there was nothing going on. It's it booming. And it was booming. But like it gave everybody something to do. People are working for him and all that. But then, like, I said this to you the other day, because obviously you two are embarking on this new journey. Mm-hmm. Has it been annu- has been announced, eh? Yeah, so it's been announced. You're embarking on the 365 journey, right? And it's like, the see the planning and preparation stage for that? Mm-hmm. And it's like, there was, like, how long was it? About three months or something, or maybe two months. We were just, every single day, we were just in Cafe Nero. Well, nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. But we were in the coffee shop, and we were having a coffee, we were sitting, pen and paper, and we were just mapping out everything to get a small group running mm-hmm. and it was a time we were just like having to let all our one to one members know what was happening we were having to get everything planned we pretty much I don't know if we were still training people at the time or if we just took time off I can't really remember too much about that but we were every single day we were just working on one thing and then we were just battering it out refining it and making sure it was all good but looking back at that time to like where we are now and like everything's nice and like functional and smooth and we're mm-hmm. actually looking to just build and scale like it's that's probably one of my fondest moments, mm. memories. Uh, what about yeah. you, Liam? Um, I, I just agree. Yeah. Just like I, you, like you, sometimes when you get the outcome, it's never really as good as the actual mm-hmm. the process of building it. Um, so I just the pro the process of like building small group PT, yeah. the process of like starting boot camp and. That's just that's that they always just sit as the kind of fondest memories. To be honest. Um, I, is, I think the reason they're so like we think them so fondly is because, like with the with the space that we've got and the programs and the program and the the, the product that we deliver, uh, it's not just for us. It's not just fitness. There's there's yeah. no much intricacy uh, what we do, which people might not understand. Mm-hmm. But the space we've got, we've got to be really really clever. Yeah, and how we deliver it. And the way we deliver it, we do, we believe that we're one of the best at it. Um, yeah. So all that hard work with the pen and paper, and mm-hmm. just like the challenging conversations between each other. There was times when Robbie was kind of like, in a sense, 
he was maybe stuck on an idea and like I had to change his mind and then I'd be like I'd have a bit of like emotion towards like a certain thing and he'd need to change my mind. So it was like there was constant back and forth. Just challenging cha- uh, just challenging each other on things as yeah. well. Like yeah. if somebody comes up with an idea, like you're kind of just brainstorming it and like putting it between each other yeah. and like just picking holes in it essentially and then like plugging them up before it even sees the light of day. Mm-hmm. Like and that's why I'm quite excited for you to like start working together because like He's all challenging. He's all challenging each other, but it's like, oh my, it's it's so healthy. Like it's it's good for you, because um, like, given it's like you get an idea in your head and you think it's the world's best thing, but mm-hmm. then sometimes like somebody will come from a different point of view and it just completely changes your your outlook on it. But yeah. then at the same time, when like that's like a positive side. Like say sometimes something negative happens, like it's a problem half between the two. Yeah, yeah. And then it's not just like totally. you're not thinking why me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just kind of thinking like. Why us? I know you, you would never want to let the other person down when it's when you're on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can let yourself down. Like, you don't want it, but you would ne- I would never ever want to let you down. Yeah. Like, do the best businesses have teams? I'm not oh, saying they do. Yeah. yeah. What's your saying? If you want to go, <laughs> go fast, go alone. If you want to go fast, together. Yeah, you're saying. Well, we're not just somewhere. Actually, on our website. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's definitely a one. It's a one-way quote. It's a one-way quote. Yes. Okay, right, last serious question. <laughs> serious? <laughs> okay, here we go with the serious question. Tell us what's next or own it. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Give me. What's the vision then? Yeah, Give me a, a vision. What is the vision? Vision is to have more space. Space is our enemy. Mm-hmm. Like we're limited to what we can do as what we can do in here. So, like I said, just like the other now, it's we've got to be clever in the way we deliver our sessions. Um, so or deliver the product. So we can't implement all the ideas that we want to implement. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a point where we were actually started looking out with the gym and looking at different ideas and bringing in speakers and just to try and offer more value. But sometimes when you do that, you look at diluting the product that you actually deliver anyway. So, but it all comes down to space. Mm-hmm. So when we actually sit down with the pen and paper, everything always comes down to space. Mm-hmm. And so that is our enemy and we need more space. That's the vision. We need more space to implement all our ideas mm-hmm. and then continue to build on the success we've already built because what we what we deliver what we do now like we essentially at times we can be restricted so the ideas that we've got like if we had that more space that would be getting implemented now but we can't so like, yeah. as soon as we get that bigger space that bigger unit whatever it may be like all that's just going to come it's just going to flow naturally and then we get to further on that uh, well hopefully that comes sooner rather than later we're excited for you guys yeah just might never know. Never know. <laughs> right, so time for some fun. So we need you to take both your shoes off. And you need to give one shoe to each other. So you've basically got a Robbie shoe and a Liam shoe. You've left got one, right. You've, well, we've got one I'll go right. You go I'll go left. So Liam's got his black trainers on today and Robbie, Robbie's got his own trainers on today. Own it, Blue. Your fierce fridge. You know what? You need one of each. So you need, one of you, need a, you need them both in your hand. Yeah. Take both shoes off. So we're going to play a game of Mr. and Mr. Oh, right. I've got you. Yeah, so we've got a quick fire round, and basically you're going to get oh. points of this as well. So if we ask you a question, even if you want you to be the answer, if you know that it's the other person, 
you know, if you both ha- ha- like hold up the same shoe, then you just get a point. Right. You better got, ask who's the strongest. What do you mean? So if they, if they agree... If they agree, they'll get a point. point. If they disagree, they'll get a point. And you need to say the name as well, as well as holding the well, point. Because people are listening. Oh, with the listeners. Yeah. yeah. But it needs to be quick, 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 quick. Quick fire. Quick answer. Boom, boom, boom. Right, so this is me. This is me. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Are you ready? We'll ask you a question each. Would they have practice round for something? No. No. <laughs> right. right. Number one. Who would out deadlift who? Robbie. Oh, oh you disagree. Oh. What is a tough one? I've got the bigger number though. He's cut. Wait, wait, wait. I'm <laughs> Aye, so it's a disagree, but they both think each other. Which right. right. was going to happen? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, he's got a bigger deadlift than me than I <laughs> I fancy myself on the day to ah that is just stats. Who's got the biggest number then? Amateurs. Oh, act, right, amateurs okay. act in right. the So they change. Professionals act in day. Right, okay, right. Okay, uh, number two. Who eats the most? Oh, Robbie. Right, one point. <laughs> Who is the worst influence? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute. No, I'd say both of us that one. There's peaks and troughs in that one. Yeah, I know that's what we said when we got this question email. It just depends. <laughs> Okay, next question. Who was better at body pump? (laughs) 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 No chance, man. To be honest, I just learned one routine for like a full year. How many routines did you learn? I tried to get away with that. No chance, but they loved the boys. Like I mean, I just done one routine routine for like a year solid. I'm still on body pump 40. (laughs) (laughs) Right, uh, it's, uh, it's a hard one. Uh, next question: Who is the cleanest in the gym? Oh, me. Oh well, you oh, get yeah, a point. Well done, Liam. Next one: Who's the best dancer? Michelle, you picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> <That's Liam. laughs> next question: Who will get married first? Oh. Chelsea. <laughs> 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 I Robbie. I knew it. That was Robbie. Robbie, by the way. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. yeah, that was it, wasn't that it? That was it, right. Um, the fun Mr. and Mr. Aye. Right, okay, yep. we've got... Shed up those back. Yeah, you can put your shoes back on now. Do we open a window too? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, next thing is inspired by a gal that I work with called Amber Aitken, so shout out to Amber for this one. Woo-hoo. It's a game of would you rather. Two questions here. The first question is, would you rather date a zombie or a vampire and your reasons why? Uh, zombie. Why? Because a vampire didn't go to sleep, did he? <laughs> I should have heard that. That's all right, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. up all night. <laughs> I need to get my eight hours. Zombie, too, they're a bit like slower and you can. Amber is going to love that. That's a funny one. Yeah, that was quick. That was quick. Wait, that was quick. But do vampires go to sleep? Go. Oh. No, but like during the day. I've never seen Twilight. I'm, like, I'm going to say a vampire. Good at sucking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Do you know what you're dressing up for this Halloween? Danny. Hope my mum's not listening to this. I know. Well. <laughs> right. Next question. <laughs> Because her teeth are sharp. <laughs> He's both the answer this right at the same time. Would you rather have a fanny for a nose or never see a fanny again? <laughs> <laughs> we should have seen vagina. Vagina, yeah. 
Brilliant. 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 See, the thing is, if you had a fanny for a nose, would you actually you, get fanny? No, but, but you'd have your own fanny. But... I wish you'd never see a fanny again. Uh, again, because you could still get super. Wait, so you'd rather never see a fanny again? Yeah. No. 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 Oh. oh, no, wait, I don't know. I value, I value my good luck. Uh, right, okay. I don't think I could never see it with fanny. I've got the gym. <laughs> right well we have your answers we have thank answers. you so much guys we hope our listeners um are entertained empowered and educated yes all three in a one yeah here we go <laughs> end of season one i know oh, what a way to end it <laughs> thanks for listening and we will see you in season two bye 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 bye, bye. 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 bye.